0: Claire Edwards, and you're listening to Authentic Leadership, a series of conversations, insights and inspirations with leaders who are real, raw and authentic. Today, I bring you a conversation focused on engagement with Peter Foscaulen, Pacific IT Director of rent to kill Initial. Our conversation starts with an interesting story about Peter's career journey that has a key leadership message and then continues with tips, strategies, advice, and also the challenges of leading with engagement. Enjoy. I've known Peter for a number of years in a social context, and when we get the opportunity to catch up, we often exchange news, views, and opinions on various leadership topics. So what better thing to do, I thought, than capture one of these quality conversations in a podcast? And when I was chatting with Peter about which topic to choose, the answer was instant, even before I finished my sentence, engagement, he said, engagement. Now, Peter Foskowlin is the Pacific IT Director of rentacle Initial. It's a household name in pest control. And it's also a leader of two additional brands that I'm sure will be mentioned somewhere in our conversation. Peter, welcome to Authentic Leadership.
1: Thank you and thank you for having me.
0: Um, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to this conversation. So before we actually delve into our chosen topic of engagement, when we were chatting before the podcast, you shared a story with me about pretty much how you came to be where you are in your career. And what I heard in that story was actually a really strong leadership message so I'd love to kick off and have you share that with our listeners.
1: Can do. And I think it's, um, it, it's, it's kind of a story on, on how I, I joined Rent to Kill, um, initial. So um, I'm originally from, uh, from the Netherlands and um, after my... Uh, Degree. I wanted to do a, a management traineeship at um, at the company, so I looked at all kinds of ads and and looked at brands I love like Heineken and, and uh, big brands that are uh, are known um, and also uh, applied for a, a traineeship at uh, at ABN Amro. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, at that point, we were at the um, uh, financial crisis, so they didn't recruit any any trainees but they did offer me um, a a job as a financial advisor so I did that for uh, two years and when the recruitment was opened up um, I tried to apply for the traineeship at uh, at ABN AMRO and one of the questions during that that interview was is that what I liked about the financial um, industry and and I mentioned to them that it's not the financial industry, uh, as much that I attracted me in in ABN AMRO, but it was more the company uh, itself. It's mm-hmm. international. It's big. Uh, I like the culture. You had so many uh, different uh, uh, development uh, uh, routes to uh, to explore. Mm-hmm. And I said, for me, that's that's way more important to a company than if they're selling. Uh, mortgages or or toothbrushes. Um, Unfortunately, I didn't get the job, and and when I went back to them and asked for feedback, Mm -hmm. uh, they actually said that my answer on this question was the reason they uh, didn't recruit me. So I was a bit disappointed about that, but kind of two, three days later, I saw an advert of an international management traineeship at at rent initial, and during that interview um, they asked me a similar question they said we're renticle initial we 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 pest control we kill rodents and and we've got hygiene we clean toilets it's not kind of a sexy brand to talk about in um in, in birthday parties and they asked why do you want to work for renticle what attracts you and i said the same answer i said i i didn't choose I, I didn't choose this to apply for this traineeship be because I love killing rats or I like rodents. No, I like the rent-a-kill initial as a brand and a company. It's international. It's big. You got so many opportunities to develop yourself, and the fact that you're you you you're killing uh, or sorry you're selling bait stations and doing rodent service uh is less of an importance to to me so the product was less of my importance it was the the culture uh, that uh, attracts me um, uh, and that's how yeah
0: sorry I was just gonna say how interesting <laughs> please carry on
1: yeah so that's how i I joined um, uh, rent an issue and I think I, I've made a a, a really good uh, uh, choice uh there must be because uh, uh, it has been um, over 16 years uh, uh, when I had that uh, first interview with uh, Rent Initial, and I'm still uh, enjoying every single day.
0: Wow. Gosh, there's a lesson in there, isn't there? It, it, that reminds me of, uh, like, Simon Sinek's work, and start with why, you know, why? Uh, why do you want to work for an organisation? And it's interesting that you gave the same answer. Um, to two different organizations, and it was perceived in a very different way. And I think the the perception or the attitude and the outlook of Renticle initial is serving itself in the fact of the longevity of your career and the trajectory of your career in your promotions and where you are now as an IT leader.
1: Uh, correct, and and um, and I was right about the opportunities that Rentekil initial uh, um gave to me. So I've had the experience to to work um uh, across the world um uh, for our regions in in Europe. Was able to work for our head office in in London, uh, and I've given the opportunity to work for our uh, Pacific business uh, based in Sydney, Australia, around. The, Around five years ago,
0: yeah, yeah, and it you know wouldn't it be great if if every organization um, put put the their hat on when they 're recruiting as as if to think, well, what if we 're not a sexy business? how do we attract people um, you know it does it just it doesn't just stand for companies that kill rodents, it could be anything because it 's about the culture that you create, and that sort of segues into the topic of today around the culture of engagement you know and 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 as leaders how do we uh create and contribute to a culture of engagement so you know engagement means lots of things to to lots of different people Pete so what does it what does it mean to you and why for you yeah, you know, why did you just jump up straight away when I said what do you want to talk about? And you went engagement.
1: Yeah, for me, for me, engagement means uh, being part of a team, uh, doing things together, uh, collaborate, uh, but also uh, being given the autonomy to make decisions yourself and also make your own mistakes. Um, and and it's about the the ability that what you do or the feeling that what you do is is making making an impact yeah um and 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 that's what um engagement is um uh, is for me and, and and that's why i find it very um uh, an important uh, uh attribute of uh of, of leadership mm-hmm. because if you if you've got an engaged team and you've got uh, uh people that that like to work um, they they will deliver the results for you. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and so how would you describe? Um, and this isn't in one of the questions that I sort of sent out in advance. I'm just thinking, how would you describe a leadership style that engages? What are some of the things that you do? That gets your team wanting to work with you.
1: I think I'm giving them influence mm-hmm. and making them part of the the overall uh, strategy and journey of our Pacific IT team. So, so for example, is that uh, we're at a time when you already start to look forward and and make plans on what you want to to achieve in 2022 and, and beyond. Yeah. And I make that, that that process, that strategy conversation, I involve every single member of my team. Um, and every single member understands that we're in that planning stage and, and can uh, put um, any ideas or projects they think or areas they need to improve um, on the roadmap. Doesn't always mean we will do that, but yeah. they have the opportunity to, to to share and and show what they think it's um, it's important. It's and for me, uh, uh, two people know more than one, and twenty definitely know more than one. So for me, it's a a, a a huge benefit of having people sharing their ideas and thoughts and and things we should do to support and and improve uh, the way we operate and and the business operates
0: absolutely and I think there's two key points there the first one is if they've been involved then they'll own it they'll have greater Mm -hmm. accountability and ownership and correct I think the other point is around and I don't know I don't know the age range of your team and and I and I, I without wanting to stereotype my experience of Working with younger people is that they want to have their voice heard. That they have, they have phenomenal ideas. And so, who's to say that it's the head of the business unit that has all the ideas to create the strategy?
1: No, completely correct. They they want to make um and make an impact. And if you look at the younger generation, and also. The area we're working in in technology, and I was reading about it the other day. This is an area where where you don't increase productivity by giving a bonus if they are able to uh, finish a uh, development of an app in three weeks. Yeah. No, no. You you increase productivity and engagement saying that after they finish the uh, uh, the the development of the app, you say, Do you know I'm going to give you two additional weeks, and I would like you to add anything to the app you think can make it better.
0: Oh, fabulous. And how do they respond to that?
1: They, they love it because then they can go out and about. They can grow creative. They're even going to talk to the people and really say, hey, I've been given two weeks. Let, let's make something cool.
0: And, and that fits in perfectly with the psychology of of motivation and reward that actually money is you know money might motivate in the short term but then it drops very very quickly but recognition value autonomy are the strongest motivators that we can get and it also reminds me of um google and their 20 percent time and that's how i think gmail and google ads were created wasn't in Necessarily in people's work time, but it was in that free creative time.
1: Correct, and and, and there are more companies that have picked up on that idea. Uh, Atlassian is an example oh, of, yeah. of that, and and we're trying to um, uh, incorporate it in how we collaborate within in our team in, in, in various similar forms. Mm-hmm.
0: So, obviously the the date that we're actually recording this on the 23rd of July, 2021. Um, Both of us are based in Sydney. (laughs) Uh, Both of us are in a lockdown and it looks like we may well be in an extended lockdown. Um, I'd love to hear your experience over the past 16 months or so, Pete. How have you managed to maintain engagement with a team that I would think has undergone an awful lot of change and and um, having to adapt really quickly and working from home and good, goodness knows what else. Um, tell me more about that.
1: Yeah, as as many companies, we we had to to adapt to the to new ways of uh, of working. Eh? Pre pre COVID time, it was very clear. You had a you had an office, you had an office space, you had a desk. Uh, and if you wanted to talk with each other, too, you would either walk up to the desk or, or go to a meeting room. Uh, then um, COVID hit and, and we had to uh, embrace new ways of working and work remote and, and, and from home. Um, and, and to be honest, uh, that uh, has changed the way we work and interact. Um, and, uh, but I, I've actually seen a lot of advantages with, with remote or what I would call it hybrid ways yeah. of working because I think that's the way to go. Um, I see big advantages uh, to being able to work from home or, or remotely, but I also see big advantages for for being in the office and, and have kind of informal uh, conversations with uh, uh, people you just walk into. And that's the area I missed when we... Uh, Moved to uh, working uh, from from home. Yeah, I I didn't have the opportunity anymore to just walk up to somebody and ask how you're doing. Mm. Um, so I really really missed that. I've got if we look at my organisation structure, I've got uh, three teams, and they both have all those teams have a manager who I interact with on a, on a regular basis. But I missed the interaction with uh, the members of their teams. Yeah. So uh, what we've uh, uh, done is we spoke about it, uh, and we came to uh, a couple of um, uh, initiatives. One initiative was for for me to make sure that I had quarterly catch ups with every member of the team. Yeah. So any member of the team, uh, first of all, they always know they can come to me if they've got any questions. But that's that's easier said than done. So with having a a informal quarterly catch up, uh, they have four opportunities a, a year at the minimum. They know that they have time they spent with me, and we talk about everything. Could be work, but a lot of time we talk about uh, uh, things out outside of work. Yeah. So so that was one, and then. While we were thinking about that, uh, people in the team said it, it's actually similar with us. Now we're working in teams where I'm kind of a little bit silo and do not talk or have the ability to have conversation with members of the other team. So we introduced something which we called coffee roulette. Um, <laughs> I love <that. laughs> and, and on a uh, monthly basis, we throw... Um, all the names in, in a roulette uh, and there will be uh, uh, three uh, uh, matches being made. So uh, six people on a monthly basis uh, uh, will be catching up. And, and the rule is don't talk about work. Fantastic. Um, and and, and um, on our team meeting on um, on a monthly basis, uh, the people who had their catch-up share uh, their... Uh, uh, Little photos they've created of the, uh, the catch up and, and, and share the things they learned from each other. And it's a really nice, informal, and fun way of keeping that interaction uh, across the different teams.
0: Absolutely. And is that, do you know if that's um, rippled out to other areas of, of Rentacle Initial? Do you, do you share your your engagement best practices?
1: I I do I do share it, but I think now you're mentioning it, I should share it more. Yeah. Um. And and uh and kind of uh, uh um share those ideas to to other. I see other uh, peers do doing similar things, uh, fireside chats, and and they're all kind of working on trying to keep people um, uh, engaged but now you're saying I'm probably gonna suggest to have a bit of a, uh, uh, a session around this on our next leadership uh, team meeting.
0: Great and it's interesting what you were saying and you're saying that you're missing those informal connections as well I just um, I read a report last week from Boston Consulting Group about Um, it's called, it's about, it's around employee expectations. And there's some really interesting differences is between what employers think employees need and are expecting and what the employees are saying that they need and expect. And informal connection was the biggest thing by far. It was the thing they missed more than anything else. And I think, you know, when that That level of informal connection, and when you're chatting about things outside of work, it's probably where other ideas start to bubble up anyway
1: yeah definitely, and it gives me a lot of insight as well on on um, on what uh, interests them and and where their strengths are and and gives me opportunity to have a chat on uh yeah, how how they would like to develop them uh, uh, themselves so it has given me very very valuable information on how I can uh, shape uh, my team in in the future and how I can uh, progress the development of these individual team members
0: yeah and you know and that's that's such a it's a strong holistic perspective. And that sort of brings me on to ask. It's more more opinion than anything else, and I, su- I suppose it's it's an it's something that I've observed in my experience that there are still a number of leaders in in business today that I think I'm not sure the extent to which they value engagement or see engagement as being something to invest in that you would get a return on investment for. And so I suppose I'm just thinking, how, how do you articulate some of those less concrete benefits of engagement? What's something maybe that you're getting back From your team members, you know, feedback or just, I don't know. I'm just leaving it open for you to think about.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, no. I think that um, how how I can see the ROI of our investment in engagement is is mainly around uh, our team retention, which is really low. Yeah. Uh, We've got kind of a, a high loyal team where I know there are way more sexier companies to work with if you're good in technology. Yeah, we're we're not a Google, we're not a Facebook. Uh, we're we're not we're not any of those sexy names. We're based in in uh in Litcombe, not in CBD. So um, there are a lot of reasons why you should not uh, work for us when you're accelerate. Uh, and, uh in in technology mm-hmm. uh, but still we are able to recruit uh, and also retain uh, a, a large number of uh, of young talents and and when I've asked them the question around what makes us the way we're doing uh, um, work here in Rent-A-Kill different from uh, those bigger companies or, or those more sexier companies and why? Uh, uh, do you think it's it's great to work for Rentecil? And some of the new recruits has actually said to me, um, uh, Peter, it's about if I would work for, let's say, a big big bank, um, I would probably be asked to do this little bit and only this little bit for many many years. Yeah, I said. Um, in the last half year working for Rentekill, I've been given the opportunity to work on so many different things and have the ability to uh, put my own ideas and my own mark on it and really make an impact. That that's for me way more important than having a, a, a sexy name on my resume or uh, earn more money.
0: Absolutely, and doesn't you know? Doesn't that say a lot for your brand as well? Where someone's proud to say that they work for Rentical Initial rather than, oh, I work for a uh, uh,
1: an animal-based company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> correct, correct. So um, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm proud of that. i if if I hear them uh, them sharing that that feedback. Then, then I'm, I'm proud of on, on, on what we've achieved. And this has been a journey. This has been a journey of uh, the last couple of years where we really uh, uh, invested on, on engagement, personal the development. And I think I mentioned this in, uh, in one of our earlier conversations. If I look at uh, um, the last four or five recruits uh, I have, or made especially in the the project management area, none of them had any uh technology um uh, degree
0: mm, tell me more so,
1: yeah so so if if I look at the last four project managers i i hired uh one had a, a marketing background the other had a customer sales background uh the third one had a a, a supply chain uh background and a logistic background but what they all had in common is that they had really good soft skills yeah um and uh, because they're young they automatically almost come default with uh, a bit of a level of uh, tech technology awareness or tech savviness
0: yeah yeah
1: and and for me especially if you're working as an IT project manager it's so important that you can be the bridge between uh, the IT department and and the business, and and for me, then it's less important you can take a laptop apart with a screwdriver, but more important you can kind of make that bridge and and trace translate IT lingo in 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 business logic and business logic back into IT lingo.
0: Absolutely, and and you yourself, your Background isn't
1: its is it? <laughs> no, true, true. So I've got a, a sales and a marketing uh, uh, degree, and uh, um, as part of my international management traineeship with Kill initially I, I stumbled on a uh, a project um, uh, they uh, wanted me to manage, which was around uh, digitising uh, uh, the the sales and quotation process, and uh, one of our smaller divisions is called Ambius. So Rentikill is our biggest brand and most known, where we're doing pest control. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Initial, uh, which is uh, focusing on the hygiene services, and then we've got a third brand, which is called Ambius, uh, which uh, supplies um, interior landscaping to to offices. So we rent out office plants and and we maintain and service them, and for that business. Uh, they wanted uh, to kind of digitize their uh, quotation process because it was really uh, manual uh, manual driven. Mm-hmm. So I did that for our uh, a business in the, in the Netherlands. Then Belgium said, oh, that looks cool. So they asked me to do it there. And because Ambius was kind of a smaller business, they didn't have any dedicated project managers. So they asked me to jump in that void. And I've been able to do... Projects for that little uh, division uh, uh, first in the Benelux, then Europe, and then then across the world, which uh, uh, was a, a fantastic uh, experience and, and my introduction to uh, to IT.
0: Wow! <laughs> wow! You you know just listening listening back to to that conversation, you reminded me of it, It's it's never ever ever let me down to recruit for attitude and soft skills rather than hard skills you know i think we're we're singing from the same song sheet here and that you can you can always teach technical skills but i remember i i remember one guy um i always used to interview on spec if somebody you know approached me i'd interview them even if we didn't have even if we didn't have a vacancy And, you know, on on paper, his, his resume, he didn't really have anything at all, but I brought him in for a chat. And my goodness, he was just so enthusiastic and so engaging. And I said, Phil, I promise I'll let you know, you know, when something comes about. And I did recruit him. And many years later, when we had social media, I heard back from him and he just said, thank you so much for giving me that opportunity. I've passed it on. And he actually runs his own IT company, an SAP-based IT company. He said, I've passed it on and I recruit in the same way. So there's a ripple effect to it too, Pete.
1: No, true, definitely. that, um, And um, I, I think it's it's very important to not be – uh, narrow focus on um, on on the um, the hard skills, but but look beyond that. So uh, for for me, um, I always want to uh, 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 talk to people and, and engage with them, uh, and, and that's for me uh, way more important in the recruitment process than um, than any hard skills.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, and I just want to pick up on something that you said earlier about. You know that it's been a journey, and I'm sure not just for you. It's probably been a journey for Rentical Initial about you know how do how do we create a culture of engagement? And I'd just like to pick your brains um, around you know if if there are other managers and leaders listening to this conversation who are just they're struggling with how do I you know how do, where do I start to try and create and build a culture of engagement because they're seeing that maybe people aren't staying with them long enough um in your experience in your wisdom what if there was if there was one piece of advice that you could give them where where would you suggest they start
1: i would say they start with talking to their uh, team members mm-hmm. and take them on to the journey. This is not something you can do alone. Yeah. This is something you should do uh, uh, together. And I, I think that starts uh, with with listening to each other and, and try to create um, an, an environment where people are not afraid to share their uh, opinion um, and 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 their their views. Uh, kind of a, a, a try to Create a blaming-free uh, platform and, 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 and culture, um, and 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 do it uh, do it together. Uh, I think that's that's where where to uh, uh, where to start. Yeah. And, and so that would be uh, be my advice.
0: I, I think you've also picked up on something that that is a theme in many of the, the podcasts that that we've done is around that culture of psychological safety as well about people feeling, you know, completely free to share their ideas, their opinions without any repercussion. And also yesterday, I ran um, a, a leadership workshop. And one of the things that all of the leaders in the team identified as an area for them to develop and role model is to ask for feedback it was something they identified they said you know we hadn't really thought about that we hadn't thought about asking our team members for feedback we give feedback but gosh that feels a little bit scary <laughs> <laughs> um have you got any experience of that
1: yeah yeah no it's it's scary but do uh, say it's, it's very valuable as well um and and some interesting feedbacks uh, came around that uh, around that. Um, uh, so yeah, no, I do ask. Uh, I do ask my team members for uh, uh, for uh, feedback, and, and, and especially people who've been with the team a little bit longer. They 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 feel more comfortable. For new people on board, it's a, a bit of a. Uh, 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 something new but mm-hmm. i i do ask them uh, for feedback and and that's all around uh, creating an a, a, an environment where people don't feel um any hesitation to share things we we um uh, we share our uh, biggest uh, uh mistakes as well Fabulous. Um, and 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 that's something on the recruitment process as well we ask them uh, <laughs> what your uh, biggest f up was and <laughs> and 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 what you What you learned about that and uh, so um, we don't mind because we don't mind people making mistakes we do mind people making the same mistakes yeah uh, because that means you don't learn from it Uh, so uh, creating that culture that you that you can share mistakes and learn from it and 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 that people are not afraid to look back and and reflect Creates the um, engaged environment we feel we're in at the moment with our uh, our team in the in IT in the Pacific at uh, Rentical initial mm-hmm.
0: Wow yeah i I mentioned to this uh, team yesterday that there's actually uh, a conference a global conference called failcon um, where mm-hmm. it invites everybody to contribute their biggest f ups. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, and and it's it's uh, so valuable. You can learn a lot of a uh, uh, lot from that. I think big companies like Google is not afraid to share their uh, failures either, mm. because uh, they they learn a lot of that. I think uh, the, your 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 failures are are the root to your successes.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I love I love you thinking around that. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to we're going to wrap up in a second and um, I'll ask. uh, Actually, can I ask, is it okay to put your LinkedIn details on on the show notes?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No worries. So uh, if they uh, if they would like to have a chat or want more information or have cockroaches they want to get rid of, (laughs) they can contact me.
0: And I just want to know because you've shared so many golden nuggets Pete and I don't I'm trying to squeeze more out of you in the time that we've got um, look the, the answer might be no I've told you everything but if there was one key message around engagement that that you could leave our listeners with um that they'll think yeah I'm going to do more on this what what might that be or have you shared everything?
1: No, I think on on engagement the the thing is it's never stops, so it's yeah. it's a it's an, a continuous uh a continuous process. Uh, um, but um you you will get it it you will get a lot of out of it if you um manage uh it in a good way and and you've got um a, a, an engaged uh a team and they will do the... so don't be too much focus on the outputs try to uh, focus on 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 the journey and the outputs will be uh, delivered automatically
0: lovely well said well thank you so much for your time i know you're ridiculously busy um and i i was gonna say have a great weekend i still want to say have a great weekend but as well <laughs> as you can in the circumstances that, that you can <laughs> have a really quiet relaxing weekend
1: we will, uh, we will do our, uh, our, uh, our best. So thank you very much, uh, Claire. And, uh, and likewise for you. Thank you. Uh, and thank, uh, thank you very much for having me.
0: Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. There's so many golden nuggets in here. Thank you. Go well. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And we hope that this conversation provided some food for thought. If you enjoyed the podcast, please head over to Apple Tunes or Google Podcasts And give us a positive rating and write a short review. This is the most effective way for us to get the key messages around 21st century leadership out to the community. Go well and stay safe.